0: Uh, Have you ever stopped to think why it is that you don't get to see Santa delivering the presents at Christmas time? I mean, Maybe your kids have asked why it is that you don't ever get to see Santa. Now, apart from the glaringly obvious answer to this question, I think there are two other reasons that we might be able to give for answering this as well. Uh, There were some researchers in the United States of America who clearly had way too much time on their hands. So, They decided to try and calculate how fast Santa would have to move to deliver all of the Christmas presents on Christmas Day. Now, it's a little bit more complicated than it might sound. I mean, first of all, Santa doesn't have to go to every country in the world. He only has to go to those countries where they do celebrate Christmas. So he won't be visiting Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim or Jewish countries. So here's a a, a map showing the countries that he will have to visit. It's kind of the yellowy coloured ones that he's going to need to visit on Christmas Day. Now, another factor that comes into this is that there are time zones. If he works it carefully, and I've got to confess I still don't completely understand this, you might be able to explain it to me later. If he works it carefully, he actually has 31 hours in which to deliver the Christmas presents. I would have thought he would have only had 24, but apparently he's got 31 hours in which to do it. So when you take the number of children that there are in the world, it's around about 2 billion, but then you reduce that number by the ones who live in Buddhist, Hindu, Muslim or Jewish countries, then he's actually down to a reasonably small number. He only needs to visit 822 homes every second. So the final figure that they've come up with is that he's moving at around about 62,400 kilometres an hour. So he's got one one one-thousandth of a second to park the reindeer, get into the house, put the presents underneath the tree, eat the biscuit, drink the milk, and then get to the next house. So if your kids ever ask why they don't get to see Santa at Christmas, well the answer is just glaringly obvious, isn't it? This guy is moving really, really fast. But there may also be another explanation as to why it is we don't get to see Santa at Christmas time. Something that scientists have uh, failed to take into account. I don't know if you bumped into any of the shopping centre Santas this Christmas. If you see them, they will ask your kids two questions. There are only two questions that Santa has. The first one is, no, 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 that's the second one. The first one is, what do you want for Christmas? First one's, what do you want for Christmas? So they'll ask the children and the children will give their answers as to what it is that they want. And then comes the second question, have you been good this year? Now we know why Santa asks the second question because you don't get presents. If you haven't been good I uh, can't remember if I put the words yet Here's the song He's making a list and checking it twice He's going to find out who's naughty and nice Santa Claus is coming to town he see- It's a scary thought this isn't it He sees you when you're sleeping He knows when you're awake He knows if you've been bad or good So be good for goodness sake So if you want to get the presents That Santa has to give The precondition is that you have to be good And I gather it's like completely good, like good all the time. Now, if that's a precondition for Santa giving out presents, then we've been wasting a lot of money in our household over these last few years because, I mean, let's be honest, none of us are are completely good all the time. I mean, the Bible even says that, doesn't it? I mean, if we're honest, we know that none of us are truly good all the time and if that's the precondition for getting Santa's presents then none of us are going to be getting presents it's pretty obvious why you won't see Santa delivering presents i mean the bible says this that that to us it says that there is no one who is good not even one uh, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god now that's a pretty brutal assessment of people isn't it I mean, it's not saying that every single thing that you do every moment of the day is always wrong and no good. That's not the point that the Bible's making at all. But I think we do know that we don't do the right thing. We don't always do what's good. There's not a a single boy or girl or grandmother or grandfather or mum or dad sitting here this morning who could say that they always do the right thing every single moment of every day. And that leaves us with a bit of a dilemma, doesn't it? It means that none of us are going to get to see Santa. But thankfully, that's where the message of Christmas kicks in quite nicely. Because the message of Jesus being born into the world is great news for those of us who know that we're not good. I'm not sure if you ever stopped to think about this, but the message of Christmas is almost completely the opposite of the message of Santa, isn't it? I mean, the message of Christmas is, if you're good, you'll get the gifts. But the message of Christmas, the real message of Christmas, is that God's given a gift to those of us who know that we haven't been good, to those of us who know that we need to be forgiven. This is the way the Apostle Paul sums it up a little bit further on in the book of Romans. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It's a huge contrast with Santa, isn't it? Santa's gifts are only yours if you've been good. God's gift is for the people who know they haven't been good. See, Christmas is when we remember that fantastic gift that God has given us in his son. He's given us forgiveness. He's given us eternal life. He's given us a relationship with him where we can call him our heavenly father. But there's one similarity between the gifts that Santa gives and the gift that God gives us in his son Jesus. It's not yours until you accept it. We had our Christmas tree up from the beginning of December, Um one of the children in our family, who's the Christmas tree Nazi, made us all sit and watch while she decorated the tree. I'm not going to tell you who that was. But uh, we all had to watch while the Christmas tree was decorated. And then over the next few weeks, more and more presents have been appearing underneath the Christmas tree. And they've all got a card on them or a little sticker on them saying, to, from. And, and technically, I suppose, those gifts are yours, aren't they? I mean, they're sitting there underneath the tree with your name on it. It says clearly that it's for you. But it's kind of not yours until you accept it, is it, on Christmas Day? It doesn't become yours until you say, thank you for the gift that you've given me. And that's one area where God's gift to us in Jesus is exactly the same. This is uh, probably the most famous verse in the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You could almost cross out whoever accepts him will not perish but have eternal life whoever accepts him and says thank you God for your extraordinary gift God loved us so much that he gave us his son but that gift doesn't become yours until you accept it I love Christmas I love looking at the faces of people while they're opening up their presents even the ones who are saying oh really is that what you got me not going to tell you who that one was either. Uh, In a few hours from now, we're going to be sitting down at a Christmas lunch at my auntie's place and there's going to be kids swarming around everywhere. I'll spend most of the day saying, so who's that again? But seeing their faces with their Christmas presents, it really is a remarkable thing. Uh, I hope that you enjoy your Christmas celebrations, but I hope most of all that this is a Christmas where you can say thank you again to God for the remarkable gift that he's given us in his son Jesus. Will you pray with me?